Hello, Boswiri. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Random with me, your host, Rupfumelo Beloy. On today's show, we dive into the deep conversation of mental and physical health with Matsile Mukhodi, who is a productivity coach, educator, property expert, and executive life coach at I Get It Now, which is a human behavior and development organization. Loves, do not forget to follow me on my social media. On Instagram, it's king underscore for me. And on Twitter, it's for me underscore king. Also, do follow the podcast social media page on Facebook, which is Everyday Random. Also, I will have all the handles down below in the description box. Make sure to check it out and do follow. Thank you so much. Okay, um, my name is Matsileng Mohodi. Um, sure, I, I have a very long history. So I've been in the property industry for many, many years. And through that time, I met a lot of people. And that really made me want to know more about why people do the things that they do and why we decide and behave that the, the way that we do. And that's how I get it now was born. So in I get it now, um, the main thing that we do is to help people manage their emotions and to take ownership of their lives. I mean, you went, like you said, you have a long history. Um, you went from being an educator to being in property. And now you are an ex- um, executive life coach. Coach, how, yes. How how? how how did we go from being a teacher to property? Is, is these, were these passions? Were this, was this something that you felt deep in your heart that I have to pursue to get where you are today? You, you know, um, one of the things that we do is, you know, sometimes when you grow up, you want to do something, something specific. Yeah. And usually it's because your parents want you to do this or society wants you to do this or you have an idol. And you feel, I also want to be like that. But what we tend to forget is that each person has got their own route. They've got their own journey in life. And if we are not clear about what that journey is, you tend to get into many things. However, even if you go into many things, there are no mistakes. So, you know, you find people having done something and they say, I, don't, I didn't like that, I didn't like that. The fact of the matter is that where you are at is exactly where you are meant to be. And if you look back and you you think, okay, I did that and I wasted time. You didn't waste time. You need to take that because when you take it into your current reality, it helps you in so many ways because you start to realize that, oh, okay, I got to learn about people. I I got to learn about teaching. I got to learn about business. I got to be exposed to so many different dynamics in life and and that has led me to this so i I think for me i've always loved people 
you know, like truly been intrigued and curious about why, why do we do these these things, you know, and 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 also looking at myself and the decisions that I've made. Um, so I thought, yeah. So so human behavior for me uh, just came in naturally because of my interest and my inquisitive mind and my curiosity. I started learning and I started applying certain things, and I could see that uh, it works. behavior is such a um it's it's sort of complex because everyone is different right it's a broad um conversation Mm. how 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 does a child's mental health differ from an adult's mental health and are there any kind of similarities or can it be broken down into um various differences hey you see um if you think about it uh, when we are born when you look at a small child a small child go to their their happiest they they are carefree they say it as it is they do they they explore so children are not meant to have uh, mental illnesses however if I'm the parent or I'm the society and I've been exposed to so many difficulties and issues and problems, I'm going to, in my, in my uh, attempt to protect the child, I'm going to impose and project my own reality onto the child. And the child starts to now to have fears and anxiety because, yo, if I do this, I'm going to be like that. If I do this, it's dangerous. And we don't understand the importance of allowing the child to explore. But you as a parent looking out for the child to make sure that they don't get into danger or into trouble rather than try to instruct them to do this or not do that because when we do that we we start to minimize their own natural abilities and that child starts to know okay i can't think too big you know oh i can't do this because i will not be accepted i can't do this because they won't love me enough so children are not all of us are not born with these problems but because we live within societies, societies have got certain constructs that help the societies to come to, to stay together, to trust one another. But unfortunately, some of those influences are the reason why we have so many problems of mental health today. So you would agree that it's not only trauma that um, causes for a child or, or trauma in a child or in an adult it's not the only um driving force for mental illness no no not at all um because uh, if you look at the number of people that well i don't have the exact stats but i mean being exposed to a lot of people that um, have anxiety and mental illness it's a it's a large number and a lot of them have not had direct trauma. Um, they, so there are those that have had trauma, like traumatic events in their lives. Um, 
and some of those can overcome that some of them uh, are still stuck however the large percentage of people i mean i'm sure you've got friends um that are uh, currently even going through maybe depression anxiety taking medication it's so prevalent across society everywhere Ev- almost every household now has got somebody it, you know so some it's severe some it's mild but but it is there without necessarily having had to go through you know big events so uh, so big events yes are there but uh, I, i still feel uh, it's a very small percentage the large percentage is from our experiences with the people that we live with we have yes, um, hello? hello i can hear you i'm with you can you hear me can you hear me hello hello i'm i'm with you yes i can hear you what happened yes um do you want me to continue i don't know which part we, um we can move on um this 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 notion in society where um if if you've been traumatized then you have more experience than the next person um and that is basically mentally and how true is that notion uh, that if you've been traumatized please ask that again that if you if you've been through trauma then you are wiser than the next person because of the experience that you've had how how true would that notion be uh i think every experience so maybe trauma is a big word because trauma could be something that is you know life changing um something that is not uh, that is very unusual yes. but we know people a lot of people that have gone through trauma Uh, that are still haven't that haven't recovered and we have other people that are using that their experiences of trauma to try and help other people because they found a way to to deal with the trauma to deal with the problems so i wouldn't really generalize because if you think about it so if somebody has an event that is very bad for them and they are in pain for many years um like like relationships like um like a simple thing like relationships so that person the event may not have been traumatic but they could be they could undergo a lot of trauma a lot of depression a lot of anxiety because of that event and then again amongst those so so there are many tools so people go into a therapy they see different types of people to help them but there are ways where and i believe and i mean i don't want to sound like i'm insensitive but what i've also realized is that it's very important for the person going through a a trauma or anxiety or or anything like that yes. to look to ask themselves how much they want to escape from this because it is real i mean this problem is huge but it is important that they understand that they can get out of it and they have to want to get out of it 
So society also has also made it to seem like it's a it's a when you when you have mental illness that you are now incapacitated um and it has made people that could be doing so much to now feel like okay now because i'm so ill um i can't do this i can't do that and and it is robbing society it is robbing young people of a full life yeah true mm. um so how does one um how can one choose their mental and physical health to be in one accord? Because we sometimes focus too much on the physical health that we neglect the mental health. Then we focus too much on the mental health that we neglect the physical health. So how can mm. one tune the both to coexist and work together in one accord? Yeah. So, you know, let's let's look at it this way. Um you can have the best physical body and you you know you you have the best job yes. uh, but you are hugely unhappy so i would say that where it all starts is with you where if you fix yourself not fix because you i mean you don't get born with problems you acquire problems as you go along So but let us say you have acquired so many problems that they hamper your progress your potential you can't even see what you are worth so if you start to work on those problems and and realize that it starts with you it starts with what you believe in it starts with you believing in yourself and knowing that you have the potential to achieve anything you know we say it you know you you see nice posts and quotes that say yeah you have power and it is possible <laughs> yeah you can you can achieve anything you know it is possible when you stop to compare yourself to other people and you look at your own circumstances we we all we've all gone through you know bad experiences so one of the things that we do at I get it now is that we help people to say okay this thing that is so bad uh, in your life is really stopping you from achieving everything that you need to achieve but we sit down we say okay let's take a step back was it something that you really wanted yes. you know um or is this thing truly helping you to bring you back so it comes back to your question earlier on it helps you to come back and say okay actually if that bad thing hadn't happened i wouldn't be where i am today so we try to show that the bad things that happen in our lives are just part of the journey and it is in us applying the tools the correct tools to look at that because everything you, you know let's let's make an example um a lot of young people would be frustrated about a partner uh, especially with uh, having multiple uh, partners so if you look let's say let's make an example of a guy and a girl so here's a guy um and then he's got another girlfriend so the new girlfriend will view him as the best thing since white bread but the old girlfriend will be hating him and looking at him as the worst person on earth but the fact of the matter is that that person doesn't change he is still the same person but it's because of our perception of the event that has happened 
that makes us see things differently. But the man is still that man. He's still that guy. He hasn't changed. He's just with another person. So why the other person? So so it is important for us that when bad things happen, we know that it is not about the thing. It is not about the event. It is about how we see the event, how we view the event. And if a lot of people could understand that, then we could solve a lot of our problems, a lot of our problems and, and stop looking on the outside and say, okay, this person did this to me. You know, uh, let's look at, for instance, a boss in, in the workplace um, and, or a bully in the workplace. And this person, you know, when you see them, you, yo, this person, how am I going to survive the day? But what you don't see, and you, you end up hating the person because you think, oh, I'm going to that, you know, that, what do they call them when they hate somebody too much? I'm going to that place, you know, hello? 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 Are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Matiling, me? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yes, I can. Hello. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I think it's the network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. So I was saying. So so let's say the boss is bullying uh, bullying you. Um. What we tend to do yes. is that normally in society will also add fuel to that fire and say, yeah, this one, and, you know, we hate this person, the boss, we, you know, without yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. Hori. When the boss does the things that the boss does, what does it make you do? And if we could start by looking at those things, oh, okay, so I know the boss wants me to be on time. I know the boss wants me to to produce quality work. I know the boss yeah. wants me to be perfect before I do my presentation. And what you yeah. do, you get more prepared before you go into the workplace. And yeah. that is exactly what we want because we also have this entitlement mentality of I've been with the company for 10 years, so I should be getting the next position. But it's about what you're producing. So if you have a boss that is ill-treating you and you think it's ill-treating you, it's okay, they may be ill-treating you, but take it and, and look at it from another side and say, but by me being subjected to this boss, I've been able to be so to produce quality work, a finished project, I get assigned mm. more work, um, and they, I have more responsibilities, you know, so the company can't do without me. So yeah. when you have that kind of mentality, then you you get to be uh, you, you get to show at the end if you see that this boss has, has really pushed me then you start to have gratitude towards the bad thing that has happened to you in the workplace and that happens mm-hmm. across everything that we experience you you get yeah. you meet somebody that really doesn't want you and you say okay by that person not wanting me when they rejected me and I was all by myself, what did I get to do? What if you're somebody that likes to cook or likes to read and because that person rejected you, you started doing the things that you love and you say, wow, this person. So it is about how we perceive the events in our lives that determines how far we will go. 
Mm. That that's that's something I think I myself need to learn because we've we have you know when you've been through certain things in your life and you've experienced those things at a young age, you mm. tend to forget or lose yourself. You tend to lose your self-worth. You tend to not even care anymore about your mental or physical health. Every mm. day is just it's it comes as it is and if something bad happens it's it's just like oh it's part of my life. Hello. Hello. Yeah. As I was saying, sorry. Um, and and you never deal with the feelings that you have because you feel like, okay, what's the point of dealing with what I feel right now? Um, there's no point because I've been through so much trauma, so I probably deserve what happened, the bad thing that happened today, and you start. You start forgetting how to live for you. Yes. So um, that's a lot to take in. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go back to experiences. How does yeah. one um, take on awful experience that they've had? That it's 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 a constant. I wouldn't say constant reminder, but because of that experience they deal with mm. mental and physical health um physical mental and physical illnesses um they probably dealing with anorexia they dealing with anxiety with depression how does one take that experience and turn it into something positive okay so uh maybe let's take one step back and look at mm. Um, anxiety and depression so on the one hand with anxiety um, it's something where let's say for instance you've experienced you've seen um, something bad happen you know an event happen and then you attach your own meaning towards that so whether um, that thing is is true or not you know but you see something bad and automatically you think ah you know, when I see two people walking around the corner with caps, I know it's a problem. Mm. So anything that has a cap says, ah, no, there might be a problem, you know? And and like yeah. I was saying about the workplace, so let's say, for instance, you got fired from, from a job. So in your next job, when something happens, you, you still think, ah, what if... I'm going to be to be expelled again. So you have anxiety yeah. and you end up making mistakes, you know, so you overprocess things. You think, ah, this is going to happen to me. So that is part that is part of the anxiety. And then with depression, unfortunately, you you a lot of people, I mean all of us on a daily basis or regular basis, we experience a bit of depression here and there. You know, you depress about this, like you were saying in the morning. You know, you don't want to do that. You you feel like I, you know. But yeah. what is important to, to note is that w- when with depression, you you get these small depressions of this and that, 
until one day you just can't get out of bed or it's, it's so heavy for you it is not mm. something that happens overnight so you accumulate these small bits of pain and depression little depressions uh, until they you break and you there's nothing much you can do because it's already set in mm-hmm. so where 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 we we might have a problem is when you have let it go for too long because you are not aware because with depression unfortunately it creeps in you think okay no i'll deal with this you get angry about something you get depressed you wake up tomorrow you're fine but it creeps in and yeah. you're not aware that you are in big trouble so mm-hmm. so so that's the issue that is why uh, depression is so is so problematic however if you look at depression at a depressed let's let's just take one small event um where you find yourself depressed on a like today you wake up and it's raining and you wanted to go out and have a picnic with family and it depresses you because you've been looking forward to this so it's a small thing yeah. mm. so when we start to deal with those small depressions and say okay so we are not going to be able to go out as a family uh, because it's raining so if you look at it on the other side and say okay so what does it mean how is it helping us what is the upside of this rain mm. and you'll find that if you use that kind of thinking you will see that okay maybe you know going out was not going to be so good anyway so maybe you stay in indoors and you connect better so you try to look at the alternative that okay yeah. i'm not able to do that so instead of of being angry and and seeing the event that didn't happen as something that is so bad you look at okay so what is the alternative what can i do now that i'm not able to go there so if we start to deal with each of these small things and you say um okay I'm, i can't do that so it's actually helping because now we'll relax at home we'll read books we'll watch movies together we'll eat together from home we won't have mm. to drive you know so so there are many things that create depression and and a lot of them um around relationships sure that one is big that one is so big because if people could see that um uh, you know when you base your life on somebody else your your happiness in somebody else's hands that is a yeah. very big problem and that is what causes a lot of depression because if you for instance i like to talk to young people i love young people because i'm hoping yeah. somewhere <laughs> i can help them to not have to go through what a lot of adults are going through yeah. so uh, for instance i would say if you love yourself exactly as you are so if you have a big head it's fine just find <laughs> you know, find it in yourself to say okay how is this head helping me if yeah. you find that you, you have a body shape that other people are shaming no problem it is your body you're not going to be able to change it so start to love it and see mm. the kinds of things that you are able to do with that body the way it yeah. is you know and when you Yeah. Make your life you start to to, to be able to face and the the 
that end up being a big depression for for your life. Mm. Do you get me? That that is yeah. <laughs> that is that yeah, I get so you because um a lot a lot of young people do get. No, you can go on, me. Yes. You can go on. No, I'm. Yes, you no, can I'm carry on. A lot of young people. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm a lot of you. a lot of young people, especially <laughs> in schools, in primary. Sorry, especially in primary and and high schools, they deal with bullying, they deal with teasing, yes. you know, and I yes. think it's important to love yourself despite of what the societal norms are, and. Like it's it's okay. Yeah. Love who you are, and yes. be be content with who you are. Um, it's it's a hard lesson for me. Number one, because I was I was one of the kids who were teased about mm. her nose because I have a broader nose than everyone else, and I was yeah. always teased and made feel um less than and inferior because um oh i have a big nose and it's like okay guys but that's something that i cannot do because i did not create myself like this and and it it built up this um resentment for people and this hatred and this depression because imagine from grade one till up to the start of Mm. high school I was teased about the same thing and I ended up being so resentful and I had so much hate and I was now known for um as we grew up I was now known for the girl who who's always fat yes or because you're trying hey. to protect yourself so yeah That's this this is an amazing discussion for me one because I'm I'm learning um i had yeah um so, so you know when you so one thing about children now i want us to take a bit of a breather I would like to apologize for all the technical difficulties experienced throughout this episode, but I hope you are enjoying and learning from this topic and we'll be back with more on mental health. Back to your organization. Um, does your organization only help... Um, executive professionals or is or, or do you focus on them more because they don't get attention uh, actually so so we focus on them from the from the perspective that it's organizations that have organizations that have got people already in them and where yeah. a lot of problems are happening so we mm. get to work with problems that they experience at work but a lot of those problems that I experience at work are problems that they are bringing from home into the workplace. So then we get to we get an opportunity to work with the individuals themselves. Okay, and but but then we work with with I mean like right now um, we're just upgrading our website. So, so yes. we've got opportunities for, you know, for individual consultations, for workshops, for, you know, not necessarily for, for, for corporate. 
So mm-hmm. where we would advertise an event and then people could register for, for those events. Or or some people want to be private about their 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 stuff, so we do one-on-one sessions. How how important is it um for one to find help if they feel that um they are they're not coping on with with day-to-day um basic chores or day-to-day um duties how important is one how important is it for one to find help so when you are not in that boat you will say ah they must just go and find help they must just go find a shrink or a therapist Mm. but when a person is in that boat they don't even see they don't even want to hear they are so deep in their pain that they don't even see the things that they do because of this so it is up to the people that are impacted by the person that has a problem to try and help them to try and ask, uh, and understand that oh okay so so it is important for everyone to to to, to be able to notice that that person has changed you know that person might be in pain yeah. uh, what how how can we treat this person differently so that we don't we don't make this thing to be worse so the person in the problem that is why they get so sick because they leave it until it is too late and they don't see that they have a problem because if you think about it a lot of people that um, have mental issues they go there because things are really bad now so it is incumbent upon the the people that live with that person to say hey i think this person even though they will say no, but you start where now with as a person that is living with that with a person that has a problem, you understand mental health and you start to treat them differently. Differently in a sense that when they for instance, let's say there's an argument, you yeah. know where this argument is going to lead to. So make bold choices of okay, I can see I will retreat. And I will engage on this when they are now okay because they will, they tend to be okay, uh, so so they'll have extremes. So one moment they're like really bad, like on a high, mm. and angry and aggressive. Then the next moment they're quiet. And so so it is important when you see somebody that you care for going through that to notice and be supportive because them on their own will not walk and say okay now i think i'm i think i'm ready now to go and be and see a, a mental specialist they, they won't sure. do that yeah so the people must be observant and unfortunately we tend to say hey, slow your dinner. Hey, oh, what what mm. but yeah. it's because we don't understand but what what has also made things worse is that even people that are not like that could that can still go and find help because they know that we tiptoe around people with mental health then they start to be manipulative because they know ah, I'm, I'm not well you know I, I drink medication or you know this so you can't do that you know so they also get themselves to be victims and now it gets even more difficult for them to get out of this but it is because society is treating them like okay now this this bad thing is not gonna you know go away oh shame Liana, oh please so that perpetuates mm. even the people that were going to just snap out of it 
So it is important that we fight mental health because it is impacting society, it is impacting health, it is impacting the economy because a lot of the problems that we have in the workplace. So when we got cut off, we're also talking about the workplace, right? Yeah. Um, with bullying, and, and even in school, you were mentioning something about uh, being bullied at school. Yes. So, um, when when people are bullied, for instance, mm. and uh, it is important to 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 realize that when you are bullied, it's because the bully them, themselves have a problem. So you you actually gave a very nice example because uh, the other kids were laughing at you and teasing you you became that person that got into trouble you fought for yourself yeah okay because you were going through your own challenges so you projected what you wanted things to be like onto other people but True. it is because you yourself were being bullied by others so you were the strong one to be able to protect yourself but it's because you were also subjected to pain Yes. So it takes us back to children, where we could say for children. So when children are small, they are the most honest individuals. So they will tell you, I know you, you have big toes. Ah, you are like this. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, don't say that to another child, rather teach the child with the big toes to say, Yes, tell them that I have big toes. My toes are beautiful. I'm going to get the best shoes. I'm going to be a swimmer. So try to show them because you know it can't change. You can't chop off their big toes. So try to show the child when they are small that it is okay. This is who you are and and you will run faster. Whatever it is, whatever. I'm not Mm. not saying if you have big feet. I'm just making an example. That (laughs) when a child child has something that is different and the child is getting teased, make the child to love that thing. That is why today you see someone on TV and you think, how come this person is so popular? You know, how come yeah. everybody loves this person when they've got <laughs> the same thing as I do, but I can't even face uh, people. Yeah. And it is because they learned to love that thing and they're using that thing to actually teach other people that they won't say, okay, I, I'm short or I have big toes or I'm like this. They won't mm. say that, but they will use that and see that, okay, I'm different and I can do different things to, to other people and they will get selected that okay we don't want to edge. we are used to this type of people so let's rather have uh, this one so there are opportunities yeah. in being different there are opportunities in not following and being the same as other people and you know what sometimes we even think the people with the most beautiful hair the most beautiful face the most beautiful body are the happiest and you will find that it is not true it doesn't mm-hmm. how you look does not work how you how you look does not it can work for you of course because of of, of tv and 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 uh, and um you know making money but other than that it doesn't guarantee that you are the happiest person it, it doesn't guarantee you and that is why also i mean i'm not sure if i'm digressing too much but i i you know, if you look at um, you, you, you asked me about uh, physical health and, and, and mental health. Yes. And what what is important 
is that people must understand that everybody has got a body that is just the right body for their purpose in life. Mm. Whatever you are, that is what you are meant to be. So when you start to love your body and you start to fo- because when you start to love your body, you start you stop stressing. Yeah, you start true. focusing on oh actually, you know, I'm I'm a best speaker. I'm a mm. I'm a good mm. artist because you are no longer now. So so the pressure that society puts on how we should look like on the outside is stealing from the things that we could be achieving if we just true. accepted who we are, how we are. And yeah. start to produce and, and contribute to society and reduce the mental illnesses and, and contribute towards the economy and help other people. You know? Mm-hmm. Can we have five tips, um, five pointers that maybe someone can do each morning to strengthen their mental health? Maybe affirmations? Um, what, what, what? What can we do to strengthen the mental health so our physical being can also be okay? Mm, mm. Mm. Um, yeah, no, no, that, that's fine. We, we, we can do that. So I think um, as part of uh, strengthening your, your, yourself uh, to yes. make sure that you don't get into these, these problems. So mm-hmm. I would say... Um, First of all, it is important for for you to recognize that you have a problem. Okay, mm. you 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 recognize that you have a problem, and instead of one of of looking forward to being in a certain way, you detach from what you think you should be. So, for instance. You, your friends are athletes and you think I, I must also be an athlete so detach from what you think you should be just be yourself and be different and be comfortable in that okay so that that will help yes. you and then um, meditation or prayer so mm. the problem is that um, young people are very observant they look at us and we tell you must pray, you must meditate. But we are not like prayer and meditation is helping us. We are not showing that. We are not demonstrating that it's working for us. Mm. So it is important that when you do it, instead of saying, I, okay, I can see other people that are doing it. I just need to tick the box that I've, uh, they showed me I prayed on Sunday. So Gosh. do it with the true conviction of knowing that whatever you ask for God will provide mm. but if you're asking for things you're praying or you're meditating but you are not sure that you know you, 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 you have doubt once you have doubt it's gone and that is why we see a lot of people doing good things and they are singing and doing things but their lives are still very bad yeah. You need to ask yourself, are they really in it fully? Because what we know, the universal law is that God provides, God answers. And God doesn't answer in six years. God answers when you are ready to receive. Mm. 
So, and then um, for people that really struggle with, um, you know, with emotions, to understand that if you are not able to manage your emotions, you are not going to be able to manage your life. And it is your responsibility to manage those emotions and to see events for what they are. Don't try to change what has happened because you can't change it. Yeah. So so understand that fully. Um, it is important to understand your triggers. You know, one of the things... So as we grow, we get exposed to different events, things that were traumatic, and yeah. um, then you find yourself being in an in, with other people, and something, and then all of a sudden you change. It is so key that you look at what are those things that trigger you, so that you can be able to see immediately that okay, th- these are my triggers, mm. and then you find help you find help because those triggers will not go away those triggers are there because it is things that you need to work on things that you need to face and when I say it's things that need to, you need to face those things that you are going to face are things that are going to grow you they are going to grow you into this individual this individual with so much potential so face yeah. those fears but then it's difficult to just say hey they said I must face my fears how do you do <laughs> obviously do it through yeah. somebody that knows how to guide you to be able to, to face those fears and then um, I also want to say when you have an event so which is a very big one um, you have something that has happened most yes. of the time it's not even about the event we dream we have big dreams about our lives mm. so you turn 25 and you say ah but you know when we're in high school or when we're at varsity we all agreed that mm. uh, you know when we turn 25 we'll get married have our first child and it is not happening for you so when you have a fantasy you have a dream an unrealistic expectation that life will give you something and it doesn't happen and you're in pain sit down and and look at at it and say oh okay so if I had a child you know um, how would that help me would that really help me and for you to be able to let go of the things that you don't have look at the downsides of having that the one that you're dreaming about, you're fantasizing about. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, what would be the downsides? Let's say you, you you had thought you'd have a husband if you're a woman or even a guy, you, you want your partner, a husband. So what are the what are the downsides if things were going according to what you wanted? Because most of the time we get depressed because we want things and things that are not there. So ask yourself, if I had this thing that I'm, that I'm, uh, I'm crazy about, I wanted this thing to happen. If it really happened, what would be the downsides? And the downsides are huge. So it is also one of those things where you really realize that the answers, when we pray, when we meditate, the answers come in their own way. You find that you're not getting certain things because your path, your way, 
does not involve the child or the marriage at that time because there are bigger things for you but yeah. you may have you, may, you know so so you need to learn to look at okay how is it helping me that i don't have this how is it helping me that i'm not able to buy a car right now how is it helping me that um, I, i'm not able to pay for my fees today how is it helping me that uh, i can't study something how is it helping me that my family is rejecting me how is it helping me that i don't have the job that i want so there are so many things that you need to look at and face and say and you will find that there are so many benefits there are so many upsides to you not having that thing but you need to sit down and say okay i'm looking now i'm looking deep within so that i can find these things i can find these things um to be able to escape the sketch yeah um i think also uh we make a mistake of maybe if someone sees that okay you need help and they want to take you to uh, maybe a, a mental institution and you like okay but i can still i'm not i'm not really out of it it's not going to that point where it's that bad where i'm seeing things or i'm acting out so it's okay um i think we'll take this definitely and run with it and just practice um how to be more mentally mental health um healthy mentally and um how we should not always look for the negatives in everything but try to look for those positives as you said that it, um not being married at the age of 25 so what are the positives out of that we're not having yes. a baby but i said i wanted to have a baby by this age and now you don't have a child what are the positives out of that um yes. Thank you so much Mme. Uh, and I think good. I think the I think the last one that you can add that yes. is very critical is that when you appreciate what you have and what you are it will reduce depression tremendously. Oh, exactly. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I think we need to have a part 2. <laughs> no really this is interesting let me tell you this 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 is interesting like i said before um i'm actually the person uh, my mom was um wanted to get me into a mental institution because i'm a person who struggles with mental um illnesses but i've never been on medication yes. and uh she was like do you want to go to a mental institute if you feel like things are not okay then it's fine you can go and in my head i was like but i'm not i'm still okay i'm still functioning like a, yes allow yeah. me with quotation around it a normal person um yes. so I, i i i really don't see the need and now that having this discussion with you i see that it's not about you lashing out um yes being things or being in a critical state for you to get help it's yes. the beginning phases when you see that okay i'm i'm trying but it's not working and i need help go get that help you know um yes. go get that help as not be ashamed yeah. of it yeah yeah and and getting the help will also because for me one of the biggest things is even though i know it's business for other people but yeah. it's the medication because that medication may be a lifetime thing so 
but once uh, but sometimes you need to take that medication so before you get to that point it's better to get the tools and understand how to do this so that you are not dependent also on on somebody else but you know okay now i'm seeing this i'm sensing this i think it's coming and then you as things happen you start to work on them along the way you don't wait until they are piled up you you work on yeah. everything all the time you are working on something regularly mm. i also like a point that you said that it's the third point um you know meditation and prayer um we forget that we are spiritual beings and we live every day just as it is whatever happens mm. happens you know yeah. and we forget that we spiritual beings we forget that yeah. at some point you need to touch with the creator and yeah. you need to tap into that power in order for you to just be able to breathe at some point i mean it helps sometimes i'm not your i'm not i'm Yeah, your own connection. Your, your own connection. Um who, whoever and whatever you believe in. Um yeah. it's always important so, to go back and touch base and yeah. So, yeah, now so we have now we have outsourced that. So we we have allowed other people to tell us how to feel, how to pray, yeah. how to think. And that is why, yeah. And so we 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 have outsourced that function. And we yeah. need to take it back and know that we can connect. We are allowed to connect. Exactly. Like something yeah. we say um, as Christians, um, your salvation is a per- personal journey. You cannot compare your salvation to the next person. Uh-huh. Salvation is for you. It's your personal journey. So thank you, Ma. Please, can you just um, let the listeners know where they can find you, your website and your social media handles? Okay, we are I get it now.co.za that's our website. Mm-hmm. And then we are on Facebook. So and we actually run um Facebook live sessions where we tackle um issues that people experience. So we do it twice a month. So it's I get it now uh, on Facebook and also okay. on Instagram. Mm. Thank you and so much. We also have a, we also have a YouTube uh, channel so uh, they can also access our work uh, through YouTube. Okay. I'll have everything down in the description box. Thank you so much, Mimi. Okay, thank you so much for having thank me. You. Enjoy Bye-bye. the rest of your afternoon. You too, you too. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this topic was informative and if you are someone who's dealing with mental health or you know of someone who's dealing with mental health, please get the necessary help that you need and also um if you want to contact Umme then you can do so all the information will be in the description box thank you so much Mwah.